I think personally, if we, especially tonight's teaching, is how to break strongholds. I'm absolutely convinced that tonight is going to be an awesome. It's one of those key moments that for every one of us that probably still have some strongholds, and, mo and most of us, face it, we still have strongholds in our lives. And one is, tonight is one of those key nights that if we, we, we trust the Holy Spirit to give us revelation and understanding, and once we start applying this, slowly but surely the strongholds in our lives will start crumbling. Because the, I think it's the book of, of, of 2 Corinthians 4 verse 9 that says, Though we wage, though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments and every vain imagination that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. Casting down arguments and vain imaginations. Okay. Cool. Deliverance will, when you and I are going through deliverance, deliverance will set you and me free. And it was something that I've also, when I, when I was preparing and praying into this, and I thought, wow, many times that's where I also made the mistake because I was under the impression the moment I cast out the demon, necessarily that person will be free. That is not the case. The fact that if you and me are doing... Uh, okay, deliverance will set you free, but it will not get rid of the mental stronghold in your my mind. You guys with me? Okay. You see, it, it takes the same amount of energy to be negative than to be positive. You guys hear what I'm saying? It takes the same amount of energy. Whether I'm negative, if I'm negative, can... And rather use the energy to be positive. Okay. To break down mental strongholds, this is the amazing thing. To, to break down mental strongholds, you and I will have to fight. There is no other way. Believe me. It, re it, it will require commitment, perseverance, and energy commitment perseverance oh perseverance is amazing and energy okay even if i oh no not again i don't want to walk again on around the same mountain the same fight nikki the same fight that i had last year it's just it only was it what do you call it a new variant or yeah it's a new variant it's just <laughs> You see, the thing is, our fights are always it's just a different variant. Okay. It's become lighter as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but the more we God, Jesus says that we are overcomers. That's what He expects of us, and that's why we can fight. You guys know the Bible is such an amazing book. We all know that. God came, or God said to Israel, oh, come, come out of Egypt. You've been in Egypt long ago now. You've Enjoy your cucumbers and your watermelons and so on. Come out. I'm going to take you to a promised land. 
where there's even, there's not only cucumbers and grapes and so on, it is a land flowing with milk and honey. Hey, God is an amazing God to, to put the carrot in front of your nose. Eh? Did you guys realize what a fight it was for them to get out of Egypt? And then they got in the promised land. Oh my word, what a fight was it in the promised land. Giants. There was giants and all those kind of things. For you and me to go into the promised land, you and I will have to fight. For you and me to, to get into the promised land of the full peace of God, you and I will have to fight the giants in our minds. Okay. Lynn, it seems to me you are very excited about this. Okay, now what is a stronghold, guys? A simple definition of a stronghold. It is a house of thoughts. The difference between a demon and a stronghold, Matthew 12, 21 said, How can anyone enter a strong man's house and carries off his possession unless he ties up the strong man? A strong man is an evil spirit. It is a demon that plunders your peace, your joy, your finances, and your health. We all, we all agree with that. The strong man is the demon, and the stronghold is the house of the demon. You guys hear what I'm saying? Yeah, it can be a mindset. Most, most of the time, yeah. it, is a, it is a mindset. That is that. This house that is being built in our mm-hmm. When you and I receive freedom from the demonic spirit, we will have to start renewing our minds. Yes, change your attitude. Okay. Romans 12, 2. They do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be renewed by be transformed by the renewing of your mind you see that is why if you if you look at that series of videos of caroline leaf dr caroline leaf you've all i mean that that brain neurosurgeon constantly telling you you and i have to form new pathways in our minds okay neuro pathways not those dark black ones exactly Exactly. Over the years, the devil has built strongholds in our mind. So, if we do not break down that stronghold or the house in our mind, the demon will come back. And for the first time ever, when I when I when I heard this, if we don't break down the stronghold, that house of the devil in our mind. The demon will come back. For the first time ever, I understood this verse where Jesus says, When an evil spirit goes out of a man, he will go to dry and arid places. He will find no rest. And then he will say, listen to it. He says, then he will say, I will go back to my house. Seven friends. And then he will go and get his seven friends. And when I saw my house. It is not your spirit. Where is his house? That stronghold is still in my, no. in my head. No. And if we don't, if we haven't closed that door and changed our attitude and changed our mind, the house will be swept out and perfect for these eight demons now to come in and just occupy. And the condition is worse than possible. So, guys, there are two kinds of deliverance. The first one comes through the anointing. Anointing of, of the Holy Spirit on you. You guys with me? The moment that 
that you and I are constantly walking in a close relationship with Holy Spirit. The anointing, he says, I mean, the, the anointing, the presence of Holy Spirit in you will, will break that or will set, will set you free. Then the other one is, you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. You guys with me? What is the truth? You, I'll use an example. This thing that I've said now, the truth is the stronghold in my, you and I, my mind. The moment that you and I know that there's a stronghold in our mind, what will happen? Immediately you will start acting upon it and the truth, the knowledge of the truth, how to get rid of this thing, will set you and me free. It is not the presence of the truth that will set you and me free. It is knowing the truth. That will. So another, remember last week I said, I can have the Bible next to my bed. I've even seen these movies. Remember this, this horror movies and the, all these funny things happening in the house and the guy will have the Bible next to him on the bed. Even hear people saying, them, oh, I have the Bible. Or they will wear this cross around the neck. That thing will help you nothing. It will help you squat. It is, it is inside of you. Cool. There are three kinds of, of, of state of mind that we can find ourselves in. Three kinds of a state of mind. The first one is a slavery mind, a mindset. In other words, a victim mentality. Israel in, the, in, the, in, the, in, 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 uh, in Egypt, they have a slavery mindset. Every one of us started off with a slavery mindset. Unfortunately, many of us, or many Christians, I mean, you just stay in it. In Egypt, in that slave, oh, woe is me, everything wrong is happening to me, why is this happening to me? Okay. Second one is a survivor mindset. In other words, a wilderness mentality. You and I, eventually, that is where God wants us to This wilderness mentality. Did you know that Jesus had a wilderness mentality? Matthew 4 says that after he came out of, up from the, out of the water, the Holy Spirit drove him into the, into the wilderness. Why is it necessary that you and I will have a wilderness mentality? Every single one of us must get to a place in your maturity, in your, in your growing into freedom. You and I will have to have this wilderness mentality because that is where you and I learn how to fight. With me, I mean, just look at Jesus. Three times it says that they will. It it says they, for forty days and forty nights, he was tempted by the devil. Go and read. But then he made specifically he specifically mentioned three instances. So in other words, apart from the forty, my understanding is apart from the forty days and forty forty nights, the three main ones we all know. Okay. First of all, make this stones bread. The second one is jump from the uh, thing from the from the temple, the pinnacle of the temple. And the third one is if you in a split second he showed them all the he showed him all the kingdoms and said, if you fall down and worship me, then all these things I will give to you because it was handed over to me. It was given to me. Okay. Just look at the story of David. 
David was appointed or anointed as a king. Even though he was a king, David learned, David learned in the wilderness how to become a king. You guys hear what I'm saying? Mm. I mean, constantly was constantly fleeing from Saul. That is why he Exactly. Then the third one is a soldier mindset. You and I have to have a soldier mindset. What do I mean by a soldier mindset? You and I have trained, Holy Spirit have trained us to apply the Word of God in our lives. You guys with me? How do I use the Word of God to secure my freedom? How do I use the Word of God to break down the strongholds? When you and I are getting to the place where we are, where we have a soldier mindset, our default mode is to fight the attacks on our mind. Our default mode is, is constantly to observe what are the strongholds in my mind? What are the strongholds in my life that I still have to, to pull down? And I will not be satisfied until every single stronghold in my mind is being destroyed and pulled down. You see guys, you and I need to get to the place where whatever goes, whatever happens in our lives, our first question will be, has to be, why does this thing happen? Say for example, Len is saying to me immediately, I'm getting frustrated and irritated with you. I have to ask myself a question, why do I feel like this toward you? God showed me what is the reason why I feel like this toward Lynn. Because there's a mind, there's a stronghold in my mind that caused me, which is my default mode. Something happened in my life that caused me to feel that, that way against you or toward you. That is the thing. We constantly have to ask ourselves. Constantly. A thought comes into my head. You see, many most of the time, thought comes into our head and we immediately act on the thought. We, we all know these things. I, we constantly, a soldier mindset, we constantly have to ask ourselves, stand back in that split second, ask yourself, where does this thought come from? Is it my thought? Is it the devil's thought? Or is it a, a thought from the Holy Spirit? moment that you and I are doing that, that is the moment that you and I will start breaking down the stronghold in our heads. No, I'm, I'm, I'm just using, I'll say for example that uh, I'll, I'll, I'll use my boss. Every time my boss is saying something, I'm, 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 I'm getting, I'm so angry at him and oh man, I just wish we would get out of my life or whatever the case may be. God, why is this stronghold in my life? What is this? Why do I feel like this toward? Immediately. God, I ask you to forgive me for this. I repent of this. And I come against this anger. I come against this feeling of frustration and irritation. I come against this feeling of hostility toward you. And I break it down. I renounce it in Jesus' name. Five minutes later, the same thing happened. Come in, bring coffee, you 
bring me coffee or whatever in a brash way. Immediately I, the thing rises up. Stand back, God. I repent of this. I ask you for forgiveness. I bless this person. So what will happen? Eventually, that is how you layer by layer, brick by brick, break down the stronghold. Eventually, you are going to like your boss. And your boss is going, I, okay, I can't say he's going to like you, but you will like him. And, 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 yeah. and, and. So, you, so you guys see what I, what, what I mean. And the Holy Spirit will lead you to pray for that boss, to, for, for mighty blessings you know that God will not remove all the strongholds in, my, in, your, in your and my life. Guarantee you now. Why do I say that? Judges 3 verse 1 to 2 says, These are the nations that the Lord left that He, that he must test Israel by them. All those who have not and then he mentioned that those nations. All those, talking about the Israelites, all those who have not known any of the wars in Canaan, that generations of Israel might, might be taught to know war. Do you hear what he's saying? He, he specifically left those nations to teach Israel to war. So he will leave strongholds in your and my life to teach you and me to pull down those strongholds, to teach you and me to fight. Problem is that many times we see this as an attack from the enemy. Maybe, I mean, there's a reason why the enemy attacked you and I. Yeah. I think our mindset must be, whenever the attack comes, we must be grateful. I know that I'm just, your, your my default must be, God, I thank you for this attack because I know you want me to be victorious in this thing. Guys, and it's going to take practice and it's going to take practice and it's going to take fight upon fight and upon fight until you and I overcome that thing. Does it make sense? Cool. There are... Oh yeah, other thing is... Uh, God wants us to overcome and to exercise dominion. We all, we all know that verse in, in the book of, of in, in, in Luke. It says, I have given you authority to trample on snakes and scorpions. So, I just, so Father, I thank you right now in Jesus' name. God, that, that you will come right now and that you are your fire is destroying the works of, of darkness in our lives. I thank you, God, that the devil right now will not come and sidetrack us or come and steal from us in Jesus' mighty name. I rebuke the works of, of the devil. Okay, now what God, you see, it says, I've given you authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and to overcome all the power of the devil and nothing will by any means harm you. So God wants us to overcome so that we can walk in in dominion you guys with me uh, very important in this process very important that we embrace suffering you guys hear what I'm saying and we have to get to a place where we embrace suffering none of us like to embrace suffering but it is one of the most 
important things that there is. Because it's in that process of suffering. In the, that is why, 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 why uh, we all know James 1 says, Count it all joy when you are falling in all kind of, of trials and tribulations and so on. Okay. Second Timothy 2 verse 3 says, Endure suffering with me as a good soldier of Christ. Seven practical ways to, to renew your mind. Guys, very important. Number one, don't, fall, don't wait for your circumstances to change before you start changing your mind. You are saying? Don't wait for your circumstances to change before start changing your mind. What do I, what I mean by that? I, my finances is constantly, or, let, or let, let's, I don't, have, I don't have work. So, God, I'm going to praise you the moment that I'm getting work. No, 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 that is not the I'll start praising God day one, day two, day three, day 41, day 51, or whatever. So in other words, I start changing my mind and being, instead of being this negative person, oh God, nothing is happy, you're not hearing my prayer, start changing my mind and praise God, and then God will change the circumstance. Okay. Stop believing that you and me cannot control our thoughts. Joshua 1 verse 8 says, this, The book of this law must not depart from your mouth. Meditate on it day and night so that you will be fruitful in all your ways and you will accomplish whatever you set out to do. Meditate on it. It must never depart your mouth. So don't think you and I cannot control our thoughts. You and I can control our thoughts. Yeah. It's just that you and I have to train ourselves to control, to control our thoughts. What you feed your mind becomes your mindset. You guys hear what I'm saying? Okay? Your mindset is your subcon subconscious response to everything you do. In other words, your default mode. So if my mindset is, I'm negative. Whenever I see something, immediately I start speaking negative. That is my default mode. Eventually, that is what I feed my mind. Eventually, that is what I will get. Okay? Confess what you, be what you believe, not what, by what you feel. As this is very important. Confess what you believe, not what you feel. When you say confess what you want to happen, exactly. not what is happening. Um, so you become God's prophet, not the devil's prophet. Okay. And then number six, celebrate the process. As you and I are growing, start celebrating. Thank God for the growth that has happened in your life. Even though I still have some areas in my life, even though there's still some chaos in my life, but if I look back and I say, okay, that I've, I was swearing all along, and now all of a sudden I'm not swearing, but I'm still having all these other. Start thanking God. God has said, I bless you. Thank you. Celebrate the process that God has been doing in your life. Number seven, expect miracles. Expectation is a breeding ground for miracles. What do I mean by that? Okay, not no, necessarily a miracle for a financial breakthrough, a miracle that my children will get. Mental miracles. Okay. So in other words, I constantly have suicidal thoughts or whatever. I, I start expecting that I'm not going to have suicidal thoughts anymore. I start expecting that God will bring a breakthrough in that area. That is a miracle. 
we tend to see that whenever I have money or whatever, that is the miracle. There are so many other miracles, okay? Now the difference between your, between your state and your standing. Our state is how we see ourselves. Outside of Christ. In other words, I'm a grasshopper. I'm a, a grasshopper. I'm a failure. I'm powerless. I'm cap incapable. You guys remember the 12 spies? The devil will convince you by situations and circumstances that you can't win this battle. You cannot fight the thing. So in other words, you see, my state is how I see myself outside of Christ. Uh, my standing is what Christ say about me. I've said it many times. We need, we need to get to that place that we see what Christ is saying about us. What does it say about you and me? He say about you and me. You are my son. You are my daughter. I am for you. I'm not against you. You are righteous. You are victorious. You are an overcomer. You are blessed. You are seated with me in heavenly places. You are blessed with every spiritual blessing. You guys hear what I'm saying? I'm blessed with every spiritual blessing that there is in the heavenlies in Christ Jesus. I'm surrounded with favor. These are the things. That is how Christ is seen. That is what you and I need when our circumstances come. That is what you and I need to remind ourselves. How, what is our position in Christ? Cool. Does it make sense, guys? Wonderful. Done.